Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. We've got a new Domain Sherpa review happening right now with Drew Braden and Jack Cow. We kick off the show talking about some domain trends, forecasts for 2023 and beyond, and the emergence of chat GPT. Although we talk about that for a little bit, it might be a good topic for a deeper dive at some point later, maybe. Uh, and then we play the domain game featuring quantum.io, stoneage.com, depreciation.com, and poser.com. Then we've got the Namejet in a Jet segment sponsored by Namejet, and we talk about some some domains coming up for auctions such as screwball.com, dollies.com, tentrental.com, and carts.net. And remember, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you could also watch the video version at domainsherpa.com and on our YouTube channel at ds.tv. You can also listen to the shows on Apple and Spotify and other podcast platforms as well. And big shout out to dan.com, the number one place in the world to buy and sell your domains with a special platform made for domain investors. With that, it's now time to get into this episode of Domain Sherpa where all roads lead to domains, so let's get it. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. On, a.k.a. Sherpa Winfrey, and I'm the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is a Domain Sherpa review, where we get into the minds of successful domain investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become more successful domain name investors ourselves. That's a mouthful. These are the experts. There are four segments to the Domain Sherpa review. We've got the grand opening. That's where I intro the Sherpas, see what's going on with them, maybe drop an AKA or two, and we talk about some related things, some unrelated things, all that good stuff. Uh, segment two is the domain game, where we hear about what the Sherpas recently bought or sold. Everybody guesses on the buy or sell price, keep scoring, give out some swag to the winner. We've actually got some new swag that we're currently in the process of working on, which we're pretty excited about. Yeah, yeah. Some domain shirt. No it, it's true. No, well, no the reason, so what it is, is it's like, it's pretty custom. It's a beautiful so idea. So we're working through the process. Yeah, it's a great idea. In concept, that sounds awesome. <laughs> conceptually, yeah. is fantastic. So I can uh, tell you firsthand, conceptually, it's a beautiful thing. It is. It is. They're, they're going to be awesome. super, super dope. But like, they're very, whether, again. Whether well, that conceptually translates into reality is a different animal, but. Well, so, you know, so maybe Braden, do you do a lot with merch in general, like have in your, in your travels or, or Jack, you guys, either of you guys like work with like, um, on the, on the clothing tip, I know Morgan Linton, obviously, and like, you know, the homie and, and there's other folks, but cause so, cause the hoodies we're trying to have made work, involve like, work with, like I, I wear clothing. If that's what <laughs> Well, because it turns out so as and, and I haven't even really told Drew about this, but, you know, so OK, I, boomer, I've been going down the rabbit hole trying to get these custom hoodies made for Sherpa, which involve like it's a sick white hoodie with a purple inside the hood. But it's not as simple as just like, oh, yeah, the, like you just go on and find the template. You know, I've talked to a couple of different merch folks. You almost have to source the the garments almost come like predetermined on the color. You know what I mean? Like. All one color, you can kind of pick a variety of different shit, no problem. But if you want to start getting into like, oh, we want the color of the drawstrings to be unique and the inside of the hoodie to be unique, it's a uh, it's like a whole different deal. Which for me, oh is yeah, a, yeah, yeah, you can you can do that. Just takes money. 
Like, oh, that's exactly what I'm finding out. You know, I mean, hey, you know, with the right amount of money, you can do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, have, a, I have a question. Exactly. You know, when you're like listening to a podcast and you could set it for like 1.5 speed or 0.75, yep, yep. you know, you're set right now for 0.75. Um, it, what, did you just wake up five minutes ago? What, what's going on? Can Billy speed up just Wait, your voice? I'm set for 0.75. <laughs> You mean and me personally? I why I'm, I'm yes. I seem slow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. man. All right. Well, let me try to like. I got you, you know. I got here. some coffee. I got I, I coffee. Got, I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I got some coffee here. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you know, I'll. Uh, <laughs> you just roll out of bed. Well, it is early. We are recording drip, earlier. We are. Drip. <laughs> we are recording a little earlier than usual, but you know. I don't know, man. No, I don't know if I could talk any faster. That's that crazy. Doesn't no kick one's, in to like 10 a.m. for you or what? Nobody's ever told me to talk more quickly. But, um, you know, maybe talk less, you know what I'm saying? But not Just, like faster. Imagine how long the AKs are going to take now. <laughs> I mean, right. Y'all acting like I'm like moving super slow, man. Like I'm all like. You know, uh, listen, yo, AKs swap for this dog. Everyone <laughs> just skip ahead 25 minutes. 25 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> A.K.A. Braden. Um, all right, look, let's keep it moving. Anyway, so so hey, anybody out there that's got some hookups for merch for doing the really custom stuff, like let me know. Um, that's uh, you know, be cool. That's uh, part of the process. But we do have new swag, though. It isn't. It we are working out some cool stuff, which I think is going to be dope. If and when we get oh, to that question. point, yeah, man. If I mean, when I win this game, are you going to ship it to Dubai? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I'll bring that shit out personal, you know, or Drew will, you know. But yeah, we're good. We ship all we go. We ship global, man. We global. All good. And I'm telling you, they are fire. So big shout out to Jen, actually. She was the one who helped uh, you know, help design them. And uh they're they're really uh they're 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 dope. So but work to be done. But let's keep it moving and uh I'll try to speed it up. All right, and then we got the name jet and the jet segment sponsored by our friends at Name Jet. That's where we review a list of domains coming up for auction on Name Jet and the Sherpas talk about what they like, what they don't like, all that good stuff. And then last but certainly not least, we got Grand Closing, where we discuss anything we haven't covered already. What's going on in the domain space, looking at the market trends, current events, allowing our guests to mention and promote anything they want to talk about that we have not already discussed. So with that, let me go ahead and introduce the Sherpas over to my right. I got my boy, Jack Cal, a.k.a. Antonio Banderas, a.k.a. Jared Leto, a.k.a. Jack Sparrow, a.k.a. Liam Neeson's nemesis from taking one, two, and three. Why you got to keep kidnapping his daughter with your homies, man? You know what I'm saying? Why you got to do that? He's going to keep coming, man. Jack, a.k.a. Jack California love. California. <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyway, Whoa, good, you dude? are off today, man. What's like up? It. Oh they man, I, what do you mean I'm off today, man? Like, yo, Braden, we might have to like seek medical attention for this. Guy. I call, I called that one, right? You did, I mean, you did. You know, I love it, Jake. well, thank yeah, you, man. I think you know what I'm saying. I think the AKs were solid. I'm sorry if my delivery's not right on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, hey, look, we're all just doing our best out here, man. That's what are you it. talking about, officer? I didn't drink anything tonight, <laughs> man. Y'all tripping. Dude, like I said, it's early, but it's not that early. All right, let's go. It's so early, we're we're late. All right, to my lower right, I got my boy Braden Pollock, aka Tony Stark, aka Benjamin Button, aka E Bray Love, aka Braden Pollock, and the Archduke of Calabasas. It's not that your domain is worthless; it's just that it's worth less. You know what I'm saying? 
So what's up? I didn't, and uh, you know, but the other thing too is you guys are telling me to speed up the AKAs, you know, so to do less of them. So I don't know, like, um, you know, I'm trying not to make it a big drawn out thing, you know. Yeah. So I guess it's going well. It's going well. Um, so with that, <laughs> yeah, with that, with all right. That. And last but certainly not least, I got my boy Andrew Rosner, aka Morpheus, aka Level Fourteen, aka. <laughs> Every Rosner has its thorn. Never going to give Drew up. Uh, Graybeard, the domain pirate. And uh, so what's up, man? What's up with you? Uh, what's up with me? Um, you know, <clears throat> not a lot. Same as last week. Just cruising along. You know, do my thing. I will say I'm a little more optimistic about 2023, or at least actually the very near term. I, I'm not actually super optimistic about 2023, but the very immediate, you know, let's say Q1. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, strong start to the year. Nice. And well, uh, we're going to still see sales. Yeah. Like the economy may very well tank for the next couple of quarters, but, but I think we're still going to see sales. Yeah. Uh, so, well, let's talk about that for a hot second before we dive into the domain game. So what about you guys and Jack? It's been a minute. So, you know, that you, since you've been on the show, so welcome back, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, so what did you see, you know, through the end of 2022 into this early 2023 thing, like, you know, um, you know, trends wise and everything, are you seeing what everyone else is seeing where it was kind of slow now, maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of the sun peeking through the clouds kind of thing. Like what, what's, what's good with you? Honestly, I'm seeing, uh, I think, what everybody's seeing. Um, I just feel like there's a delta between what buyers and sellers are willing to buy or sell for, right? Buyers are stuck in like 2023, 2024 recession mode. Mm -hmm. Sellers are still in like 2021 frothy market mode. So prices (laughs) aren't coming down and buyers don't want to pay up for the the domain. So it feels like it's, it's very dry out there. Even from our personal portfolio, we haven't seen that many sales. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching the, the previous domain Sherpas with, uh, with these guys and they were mentioning also that it's pretty slow. And honestly, that's actually what I wanted to, to ask you guys is, do you guys think that this is going to last through 2023? So Drew saying that Q1 is going to be more optimistic is curious. I'm very curious to know why, uh, why you feel that way. So, okay. So um, to me, it, it, you know, it's, 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 I've always tried to think about these and things in, in simple terms. And so um, you know, what is it that fuels the domain market? And when I, when I'm generally speaking, just broadly, when I'm talking about what fuels the domain market, when I'm talking about the domain market, I'm mostly talking about the domain market that I'm participating in, which is the high end domain market.com, one word, two word, three letter, two letter, just strong, you know, um, strong value.com domain names. That, that's the market I'm primarily speaking of. So um, if we look at what are the things that fuel that market, it is really three legs, right? It's uh, venture-backed startups, private equity, and uh, large multinationals that launch new product services or rebrands. So um, the fourth quarter of last year was the worst quarter in the history of my company. I've been running this business for 16 years, I think. Um, uh, it was by far like not even, uh, there's not even a close second quarter <laughs> that would compare to how bad fourth quarter was. 
And it went off a cliff like this because the month prior to that was one of the best months in the history of my company. And the following month was one of the worst months in the history of my company. So um, it really happened like this. And it was basically this revelation that um, easy money was gone. Interest rates were going up uh, probably higher and longer than anybody anticipated. And um, it was time to give back some of that easy money that flowed through from 2020 to 2022. Um, and so that basically uh, did, you know, what, what have we seen as a result of that? Well, all the household brands you can think of are laying off thousands or tens of thousands of employees. Uh, venture capital funding basically dried up for all but a very small few of uh, innovative and new companies and companies that were able to cut costs efficiently and get to profitability or increase profitability. Uh, you know, but it was a very, it was, it was a, I don't know what the numbers are, but it's, it, I would guess it's a, it's a single digit percentage of the companies that had been funded between 2019 and 2022, which are going to be able to raise more funding in 2023. And so what does that mean? Well, that means less companies getting to their B, C, or D round, which is ultimately where they're buying big domain names. Right. Uh, and so let's just leave it at that to save time and keep it simple. So venture capital, basically, they put the brakes on. So there will still be deals. And I do believe that those deals that do happen may, or let's say, have the potential to be larger than normal because these are going to be outstanding companies. They've gone through this filter, this this hypersensitive filter uh, to be able to achieve, you know, I, either a path to profitability or immediate profitability. Um, and therefore can afford bigger domains because they get bigger checks. Private equity is done. I think private equity is actually going to be, I mean, when I say done, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, obviously exaggerating, but that market is really in trouble. And, and that's because it was the most leveraged part of the entire financial universe over the last several years. It increased exponentially, not, you know, not on a percentage basis, but actually like exponentially. Uh, in terms of both uh, the scope of the private equity market and the leveraging of the private equity market. And so um, that market really depended on the ability to refinance its debt at these extraordinarily historically low interest rates. Um, it allowed them to chase yield in ways they probably wouldn't have in the past. It caused them to take greater risk than they probably would have had in the past. We had an exuberant market that caused them to pay multiples that they probably wouldn't have in the past. And now all of the off-ramps for private equity, which were SPACs, IPOs, and M&A, um, and there was this kind of incestuous um, uh, uh, hot potato game, musical chairs game going on in the private equity market where they were basically passing around assets you know, with these incremental markups that would make it look good to their LPs, but ultimately there was no way for these companies to actually materialize valuations that they were being marked at. And, um, and now with the, you know, basically the SPAC market gone, IPO market gone, and that M&A market gone because nobody can borrow money at zero to 2% anymore, then uh, private equity market's done. And so that leaves you with Fortune 500s. 
And Fortune 500s are governed by markets. And like, basically, they're looking at quarterly, right? Well, hold on. So, can, I, so can, I, can I jump in they're to this dissertation? And in a world where you're laying <laughs> off thousands of employees, none of your shareholders and none of the general public are going to say, oh, yeah, great idea. Go buy a seven-figure domain name. So those are the three legs of the stool. And all three have been knocked out. And so that explains why it slowed down with a halt. Um, and it all depended on liquidity. And yeah, now I think it will be good. Yeah, I'm getting there. So now what has happened, <laughs> I believe, is causing. Eventually, eventually. And you also, well, was was you wrap this up, man. Cliff? People yeah. have work to do. <laughs> right, listen, we went off a cliff for the reasons I just said. Q1 is shaping up to be good because of sudden new business creation and some irrational funding that's going behind that because of an innovative new technology in the form of AI. So AI has captured the public's you know, interest in mind. Every person who's ever called themselves an entrepreneur is thinking about how they can build a business or make money using AI. And that is causing lots of new businesses to be created, yet to be seen whether any of that will have value. But each new business requires a domain. And so you have these legacy or let's say serial entrepreneurs that have had big exits and can finance these things themselves. You've got some people who have a track record who can still go to VCs and get money. But either way, there is money flowing and there is new business being created in this AI space, very broadly speaking. And I think that that will um, create some growth and transactions in the domain space. Uh, that will be material in 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 Q one. Yeah, I mean Bueller. Oh, thank you, Bueller. Y'all said I was slow today. Y'all said I Tell was. Tell me what slow. I just said that isn't true. No, no, it's no, no I actually think it's what you said was. I actually think. I mean, look, and and we talk about it every day, and it is what's we're. It's what we're seeing. It's what we're. You know, believe the trends that are driving what we're seeing, Jack. I well, actually, Brayden, you said you had you had something you wanted to say. You wanted to interject with something, or were you just telling them to, to I, stop talking? I did. Talking? First of all, I just wanted to derail them um, because that was long, um, and no one signed up for this lecture. But um, I think it's a lot about control your guests. Um, hey no, man, I, I, y'all told y'all we're talking about PE, and uh, and I I feel like because you just read like Bloomberg, and so it's time to to. Spout what you. Re- I, I I have never seen PE come and buy a domain name ever. VC, sure, plenty of time. PE, like I've never even heard of. One million percent untrue. If you I look at who are actually the largest. I'm talking domain about my owners, experience. I'm talking about my experience. Largest domain buyers of the private equity market. I just haven't seen it because it's because PE buys it's, companies. They don't they don't build companies. Like I mean they. Yeah, not true. Not true. Okay, let's put it to what, what is a, a company like Red Ventures? What do you, what do you call Red Ventures? I use this as an example because um, I, I, I think I know that you know who they are. So yeah. Red Ventures, that's a private equity group. That's what it is. And it is private equity funded. It's a private equity group. And they both acquire companies and build new businesses. And they are a massive domain buyer. They, I mean... Go yeah, look at I the portfolio like, but, that they own. But Red Ventures is, I feel like it's, it's maybe it's a hybrid then, of PBC, but what was Quinn Street? Quinn Street, Quinn Street was this, or is, I guess, the same thing. It's just that they ended up going public. So now they're a public company, but Quinn Street was the same thing, right? If you look at historically who were the biggest buyers in any given market at any given time where there was some wave happening, it's private equity. 
whether it was insurance, whether it was legal, whether it was every time there was a big wave, it was a private equity driven wave. Um, yes, and they, they provide funding, but for established companies. I mean, I rarely see pure PE firms developing businesses as opposed to rolling up businesses. There's a difference. They, 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 uh, you're 100% right, but so am I. So they buy businesses <laughs> and then they expand them by launching peripheral businesses. Now, when I talk about PE, I'm not talking about just generally about PE. I'm talking about like these, these sort of niche or I don't even want to say niche because some of these companies are multi billion dollar companies. But yeah. let's say like, you know, they are web driven. These are web driven private equity groups with a core focus, whether that's lead generation or affiliate marketing or gambling or, uh, you know, what have you. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not like venture where we're coming up with an idea and then launching it. it no, we have a process. We have a methodology. We have a some secret sauce that we can then rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat over and over again across a vertical. Um, look, if you have experience PE, I mean, I've, I've, I've only sold names to PE firms that were just starting and it's the name of the firm. Um, but, yeah. but I've never sold a name to a PE firm for one of their portfolio companies because they buy established companies. Now, now I can see well, like- it's usually going somebody to... that, Hold on, let me, let me finish, let me finish. Mm -hmm. I, I can see Red Ventures or somebody that's kind of a hybrid that's that's PE funded that that is kind of more VC focused, um, but pure PE, I don't see it. But I mean, I think we might be kind of getting into the weeds here, and the listeners, yeah, you know, they probably fell asleep a while ago. So well, with that, no, hey, so Jack, I mean, because you had asked the question, so thanks for that, by the way, um, for 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 putting for putting us down this path. This is great. Uh, no, but I think this is down interesting. This is important stuff, though, and this is good. I mean, look, you guys have the gauge on the market in ways that, that our audience really is genuinely curious about, right? So, you know, very few people have that kind of insight. So this really is, in a lot of ways, what we're here for. So, but, uh, Jack, what do you think, man? What's your feedback based on what all the words that Drew just said in a row? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm very curious to see because inflation numbers are coming down, right? And even though the Fed does seem to be like, very narrowly focused on bringing it down to 2%, assuming that they could see it like in the near or nearish term that it's going to come down, one might assume that they're going to stop the interest rate hikes so drastically, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it might be that the recession that we're all fearing, and I've been fearing it for my company as well, like we're mm -hmm. hefty, hefty in the cash right now just to brace for the storm. But lately, I've been thinking that maybe the storm is not going to be as bad as we thought. And that's kind of why I wanted to, to pick your brains about this as well, to get your uh, feedback, because I don't know. I don't, it doesn't seem so obvious that we're guaranteed heading into a massive recession where it's going to be uh, just catastrophe all, all across. I, you know, I think it's going to be, you know, we're going to see ebbs and flows here. I mean, and I know what Drew, is, what, what Drew would say is that, you know, what you're seeing now, you know, you're going to see this little rally. Um, which will be followed by a, a, a this is what you call smart money dumping on dumb money. That's what's <laughs> happening right now. It's smart money dumping their bags on dumb money, 
that's buying those bags just ahead of the fucking car crash that's about to pile up. Well, I, you know, the, the other thing is that, you know, there's there's a, there's a few things that are happening. You know, the tech layoffs, there's been uh, 25,000 layoffs in the last year. Um, and while you see some of the tech companies contract. Add another 10,000 got announced today. Uh, is that so? Well, your your today is yeah. my tomorrow, so I haven't read that news yet. Um, <laughs> um, but he, hey, yo, I'm, come on, I'm contacting you from the future. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. How, how's the weather tomorrow? Um, <laughs> so the the tech layoffs, while some of those big companies are contracting to a degree and their stock is getting hammered, those tech workers are starting new companies, right? I mean, and that's that is the segment where we see a lot of these new companies being started. Um, and we're we're already seeing that happen. Um, yep. Even in the even in the crypto space, one hundred percent. It's the, it, that is the creative destruction cycle in tech. One hundred percent. So so you know we're seeing we're seeing sales happen to those folks, right? And then the other thing that's happening is because everyone's afraid of the economy, the, the uh, contracting the 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 VCs are using that opportunity to hammer the startups. These startups aren't necessarily worth any less right because they're still valued at what you know multiple their revenue or the data or whatever they're doing right whatever gives them their value as a startup that hasn't necessarily changed except that the vcs are like oh shit the economy is going to crash you better tighten your belts and we'll give you money however you know that last round at the 20 million dollar valuation you know we're now going to value you at 14 million or whatever. And they're just hammering the VCs, even though their valuation hasn't really changed. But the VC controls, right? Because cash is king. So we're we're seeing mm-hmm. that. But you have to remember that, and I've I've been saying this for months now. There's still a half a trillion dollars in dry powder the VCs are holding. That yeah. money has been raised. It's not going back to the lenders, to the to the um, investors. It's not like you know, th- these guys don't want to lose their carry. They're just holding. And negotiating for a better price, right? So that's happening. So there's a half trillion dollars. The 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 Saudis, their sovereign wealth fund has six hundred billion dollars in it, which that money could get reallocated. It's possible, but at this point, it's been allocated for for venture, right? So there's over a trillion dollars. Plus, there's other sovereign wealth funds out there. So we're talking about over a trillion dollars of dry powder waiting to be invested. That money is coming, right? So those startups will get funded. They will get money. Maybe they'll get a bit less. Maybe they'll be a down round, but they're going to get funded and they will use that money to hire tech workers, to market, to buy domain names, all the things that they normally do. So we're, we're you know, the last quarter, last two quarters were shite. And now, you know, this quarter is probably not going to be great. And maybe the next quarter, but that money's coming. And so I think there's going to be a little bit of a bounce back after after people are scared, right? But this isn't going to last forever. And I'm not saying that the economy isn't going to contract because it may. There's probably going to be more. But new companies will still get started. Yeah. I I a million percent agree with almost all of that. I think that um, I don't think this is going to be some protracted, long recession where there's just nothing happening and people grinding themselves down to the bone. I think that um, it's going to be way, way, way worse than people think, but very sharp and very short. 
I think it's going to be a quick. If we were, if we were in, no, in real estate, real estate, real estate <laughs> you're screwed. 10 oh. years, for the next decade, if you're in real estate, there are pockets, right? There are pockets of growth where that's an exception. But just broadly speaking, real estate is going to be a very treacherous market uh, for a variety. It's like if you put a, if you a whiteboard, it's like, you know, why are all the reasons real estate is going to be bad over the next decade? It's like. I mean, the, the housing market pretty, is pretty long list. Municipal taxes, the housing market, demographics, like it, it, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. Housing will continue um, to dilution. contract. Yeah. O- office space. Good God. Those guys mm-hmm. forget about, it. you know, you know, you know, what's interesting is that I actually fundamentally believe this is actually, and I'll save you the long thesis, but core to my broad macro thesis is the housing market and, and, and the, the complete demonetization over the next 20 years of the housing market. We, since the 1950s, this core to the American dream was, you know, get a job, get a mortgage, pay off your mortgage, that you basically, the equity in your house is your retirement value for the average Joe, okay? That was basically core to the American dream in an oversimplified form. And that is over. And if you think about, you know, What's the fastest way to increase disposable income for the average American? It's not to increase their income because that's very hard. And if you get wage inflation, we're all fucked, right? So um, it's cut their cost. And so 40% of the average American's disposable income goes to paying for a mortgage or rent. So if you can cut that down to, say, 20%, what did that do? You opened up 20% of the complete and total American GDP disposable income, uh, sorry, uh, total disposable income to create new GDP in other sectors, services and consumer products. And so um, I think that's ultimately what's going to happen. I think that there's a variety of sort of market conditions, tax problems, and um, financial engineering that is ultimately going to lead to the demonetization, which I believe is an absolute great thing. I do not think it's a good thing that we create a speculative market on housing, which is one of the most essential uh, 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 products and services for every human. So I think creating a a speculative bubble in that market is very dangerous. And I think we're seeing some of the result of that. And I think demonetizing that is going to create growth in other sectors, Uh, but it's going to take, you know, a decade or two. So you must think that China. But is- I agree with everything else Braden said. There will be more money coming to domains. I am very confident in that. But I, yeah, I think it's going to be you know late this year, um, maybe Q three, probably Q four. Uh, but I think Q two is going to be pretty, pretty bad. I think you know March, April, it's going to be Armageddon. So Joe, how do you feel just- about the Chinese market? With their speculative investments into the housing market there, which is basically like extremely. I don't know anything about the Chinese housing market. All I know is what, you know, the headlines. I I, I think, you know, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's a closed, it's a closed society. Who knows, right? It seems over leveraged to me, but in a closed society with a closed financial system, it also seems to me that the government can basically do whatever they want to prop it up if they want to, or they can let it die if they want to. Basically, I think they can just do whatever they want to do, and I don't think there's any way to really speculate on it. 
Yeah, and, and they are. But maybe we should talk about domains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, look, I think this is all, you know, again, this is all valuable insight. I think that, but Braden made the point I was going to make, which is, you know, VCs still have a lot of powder um, that they're going to, con- you know, keep, and they're just going to be more ju- judicious about how they deploy it. Um, you know, which means leaning on their startup, you know, clients and portfolios and companies to, you know, spend less, which has, you know, will impact how domains are you know, going to sell what they're going to be valued for. Um, I think, Jack, you know, the point you made about sort of this disconnect between uh, buyers and sellers, right? Buyers have, you know, gotten a taste of that, you know, those big, big price, you know, prices that, you know, they would love, you know, they or I'm sorry, sellers have gotten a taste of what domains should sell for. Uh, meanwhile, buyers are already trying to discount things based on the quote unquote economy, you know, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how that sort of, but I feel like that's always just an ongoing process. You know what I mean? Cause then by the time that's, it about, is. you know, and we, we've that's seen what, that, that's the market. That, that's what yeah. a market is, right. Is, is the, 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 this arbitrage between what a buyer thinks and what a seller thinks. Mm-hmm. If everybody thought the same, there'd be no market. Right. So, yeah, fair. um, uh, you know, it's well, just when that delta gets wide enough, you can basically be sure that there's an event coming that will bring those two sides together. It could be a positive event, like some innovation or, you know, unlimited money printing that will bring the buyers closer to the seller. Or in this case, it will more likely be a complete and total devastation of retirement portfolios, house prices. And, you know, feeling of self-worth that will bring sellers <laughs> closer to buyers um, yeah. uh, would be my guess. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's where we're at. But I do think also. Right? We saw little- this in 2020 where um, basically prices just started going up, 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 up because there were so many buyers, like the buyers got so, you know, Sellers had this idea of prices. Oh, my domain's worth five hundred thousand dollars, and in two thousand seventeen or eighteen, that seemed absurd. In two thousand twenty, you got your price easily, and then that made you believe all these domains are always worth that price. And then so you held that price, and then liquidity dried up. And the buyers are here, right? So it's just you know we saw it happen where the buyers got closer to the sellers, and now we're going to see it where the sellers get closer to the buyers. Um, yeah. And, and and consolidation and you know weak hands, weak handed investors trading portfolios and names to stronger handed investors. That's just it's the nature of the business. So I want to talk about one thing quick um, that I thought was kind of interesting. You know, I assume this is probably true for most domain investors. The only thing that ever keeps me up at night with domains is is there something in the pipeline? That's going to disrupt domains. That's going to make domains less relevant for search, less relevant for you know business naming and branding. Is it going to become less of a priority in the sort of brand stack, right? Trademarks, copyright, domain name, you know the ver- various elements of your brand. Um, and you know, there's been many iterations of this in my early days. You know, I was you know felt very threatened by apps. You know, then it was like I felt very threatened by, um, uh, uh, you know, social media, or maybe it was social media and then apps. And then, you know, it was there's always something that you're like, oh my God. And so with ChatGPT, you know, I, I was thinking to myself, like, wow, you know, I mean, 
why if I don't really need Yelp, I don't really need, you know, all these things. Cause I just go ask chat GPT, everything. How do I get here? Where, you know, how is this restaurant? What's the best burger joint? What's, you know, whatever it is I want to know, you know, write me a paper. I can get the information without doing the research, without going doing comparison shopping, without, uh, uh, you know, these review sites, without even going to Amazon and just identify what it is I need, what does I want, you know, et cetera. And so I, it was the first time in a long time where I felt like, oh, wow, that could really be damaging. So then I had the brilliant idea to have a conversation with ChatGPT about it. So I said, <laughs> ChatGPT. So meta right you know, there. What's up? You, are you going to, you know, basically make uh, domain names less valuable and less important for uh, businesses and services in the future? And, you know, it, this took many, many iterations to get like intelligent, meaningful answers and get us on track for an actual real meaningful discussion. And, but ultimately just to, save you all of that, you know, the result um, of a of, of very long list of questions that I, that I drilled down with ChatGPT was that domain names are here to stay. Uh, so long as the internet exists, domain names are going to be an essential element of the internet that basically the more advanced all of this becomes, the more valuable certain types of domain names are going to become primarily.com and primarily words properly spelled that are easy to say, easy to understand, hard to confuse, and um, uh, you know, kind of the classic shit that made value means valuable, right? Um, and the reason is, is you need an easy way to communicate your intent. And that's always what domains have been about. And so um, anyways, the only thing she said, or she, I don't know, he, I, I like to say she, uh, but they. the only, th- I don't <laughs> use that. The only thing that ChatGPT, uh, the only thing that ChatGPT had to say negative about domains was that when we have a, a, a computer brain interface and, and keyword is, and it is widely adopted, which ChatGPT thinks takes greater than 20 years. Um, when we have a brain computer interface that gets widely adopted, that will potentially, not absolutely, but potentially have uh, an impact on uh, the need for domain names, or at least the need for as many domain names as there are today. So can I, can I, I'd like to comment on, on that, because that conversation you had was basically a, a, an aggregation of all the stuff that we have been spewing, and 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 I mean that quite literally. Chat GDP AI is not predicting the future; it is simply stitching together the past. Literally, mm-hmm. it's just it's scraped the web and it's stitching together all the content on the web. And all of this stuff that you that that it got parroted back was stuff that we've all published, right? That we've all said, and so it's stitched together the answer that you're looking for. And so, you know, we have been mm-hmm. talking about how domains are here to stay and you need it. And this is how we communicate with each other and search the web, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But um, it, it, there is no prediction of the future. It is literally information from the past and not even that current, right? It's, you're not getting any information. No, but hold on. Isn't the definition of this as being an AI that it can intuit, intuit, intuit? Is that the word? In- 
Intuitive? It has intuition, right? Yeah, intuitive. But it doesn't because it's, it's only based on the content that it scraped from the web. No, Google is only based on the content it scrapes from the web, right? No, no, no. Google, Google this is not takes all together. that content and uses logic to, to stitch together. It's, it's only <laughs> stitching together published information, right? Google, you don't think there's any well, intuition in this? Only in a way, it, only in in the context of putting it together, right? So, so Google will search for one piece of content that they think is most relevant to your search. But Chat ChatGDP is taking all the content and then aggregating an answer for you. So that's the, that's the difference. But it is not predicting the future based on what it has read. It is simply read this information and stitched together an answer for you based on what's been published. That's all. Okay. Um, and the and the people that are talking about domains are us. All right. Chat, so, I just asked. So chat GPT, <laughs> do you have intuition? As a language model, I do not have intuition in the way that humans do. However, you can test my ability to understand and respond to natural language inputs and provide relevant information based on that knowledge uh, that I've been trained on. For example, you can ask me a question that requires understanding and interpretation, and I will provide an answer based on the information that I've been trained on. Right. So that it is, it, it is taking the information that it got and compiling it and then taking it a step further with interpretation. Right. So, in, in order to craft an answer based on the inputs, which is yes, what it's interpretation on, is the key word here. And, and it's trained I'm on asking it to all the content on the All internet. the trends. So I was specifically asking it about trends, right? That was the majority of the questions I was asking leading up to that conclusion was about trends. And so it's taking the data that make up those trends, and then it is interpreting it to make a conclusion about the future. But it, but with not a prediction. It's simply aggregating the content to deliver an answer, right? And it's when it says based on the but it's interpreting that, on, right? The it's content interpreting that, the data that data on is everything that's that's on the internet, right? Because it's great. But it's not telling me. Uh, you know, based on, you know, Reddit article, blah, 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 from user greenfrog97, uh, you know, right, domains Google. are here to stay, right? That's Google. Right. It's that's taking all of these varying opinions right. and factoids and sure. compiling it and then interpreting it and drawing a conclusion from it. Yeah, and not, it, it's not almost interpreting like you could it say... Based on, not interpreting, it, it even says, it's not interpretation as... Humans would do to no, create a, no, to create no. It's, it's not. It's not using intuition the way humans do. It is literally saying specifically that it can interpret all of the data that it's trained on. Okay. Well, here's what well, I'm going to say. We, we well, can talk about okay. this for a while. But well, yeah. So I think this is a great topic for a rabbit hole. I just hole. wanted to give everybody a little good news that you know domains. <laughs> you can sleep well at night. Domains are here to stay. They're going up in value. Okay. By the way, that's also I will agree with that. She said domain names are likely to increase in value as more businesses come online and uh, less .com domain names are available for sale. Yeah, look, I think we can agree, right? Okay, it's which is know. basic fucking logic, but you know, 
Well, Feels good it, when you know, know, I think you could say it's, you know, it's sort of this crowdsourced <laughs> hive mind intelligence. Right. And it's, you know, and I, and I think that's what we're that's what we're seeing. Right. And it's as good as its inputs and its access. But let's we right. can get we can dive into all of that and do a whole big show on it. But let's talk about actual domains. In fact, I would like to know personally what what domains you guys have recently bought and sold. Maybe even guess a price oh. or two. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. <laughs> Shall we play a game? Around domains, maybe? Let's do that. <laughs> Let's play a domain game. Let's do it. All right. We got my boy Jack Cal on the show. I'm here. Let's get it. All right. I'm trying to get up from that 0. 0.75 to 0. 0.8, 0. 0.85. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, you're, you're, you're almost at one. And I'm yeah. like, it, it yeah, could you, be the you, coffee. You know what I mean? It could be the clear, nap that I took with caffeine. my eyes open while Drew was going off on his dissertation before. Um, but I do think, look, we see it with our business and I got to admit, like, it does make me feel good when we see some like pockets of like light in what has otherwise been a relatively, you know, difficult time and, you know, seeing some of these kinds of things. And I think to Drew's point, you know, when you see trends that, that are commercially interesting, right? AI has been around, but we're seeing it now on a whole nother level, right? And that's going to create some interesting stuff. It's going to create opportunity. It's going to create new businesses. It's going to be, create need for new domain names. Um, and, uh, you know, and I also think, and this is my last point about this combo, we'll wrap it up, move on to the domain game. To Jack's point about this idea that this recession that everyone's been talking about and whether it comes still to come, but what we've seen up to this point you know, the increase in the interest rates, right, with this idea that the Fed has tried to create this soft landing. And then you see these articles where they say soft landing is not going to be feasible. It's not going to be possible. They're not doing it right, all that kind of stuff. But there's no question that them raising rates the way that they did, you know, was like throwing a wrench in the tires of a bicycle, right? And 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 whether that was soft or not, it had the impact that it had, which created all sorts of it's you know? so, don't, don't do that because you're just gonna get, get started again. People that get popped off the bike. I'll tell you that much. Wait, what's There's gonna that? be a hell of a lot of people that get thrown off the bike. That's but gonna I'm be just all saying, ass landing. But I'm you also saying, back to it. no, no, but, but last thing, but, but you know, right, let's go, let's go. I know, no, but wait, wait, game, baby. All right, last thing go I'm gonna first. say is that everybody assumes that things are gonna be so bad and that the recession and this and that, and it's like it's a foregone conclusion. And, you know, it's almost like you get to a point where you have to start looking at the contrarian view because when everybody thinks the same shit, you know, chances are that's actually not what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, which will be, uh, you know, I, so we'll yeah. see. But hey, anyway. I, see difference well, were, I think everybody thinks, oh, it's going to be a recession, but they're not doing anything about it. When I see everybody doing something about it, when they're when, when I go to the restaurants and they're not full and the airplanes aren't full and the hotels aren't full and, you know, people aren't like just frivolously spending money still. Then I'll tell you, yes, the herd is now of the mind that we will have a recession. That is not what's happening. Consumer spending is increasing. At most, it's going sideways, but primarily it's going that's a up. Fair point. It's just that's a, that's a fair point. Instead of using money, they're using debt. Yeah. And right. so debt is through the roof. You can tell me all you want. Everybody thinks it's a recession. We ain't going to have one. No, no, no. Everybody's talking about there might be a recession, but they don't understand what it means when their portfolio goes down by another 30% from where it is right now. Yeah. No, they don't understand they, yep, what it and, means yeah, when yep. we go from 3% to 6% unemployment, right? It means that, what do we have? 800 million people in America, right? It means that another two and a half million people are going to lose their job. That's what it means, right? And that's going to happen in the next 12, 18 months. 
JT, right, I warned you. Moving on. I know, I know. This is good. This was a good in. discussion. I think this is important. I just don't I like to good. give people any sort of form of false optimism, right? True. Because yeah, no. There, the there will be no hope given. Prepared, there is no hope provided. Hope does not float here. We are in the sunken place. There will be no hope. And beatings will continue until morale improves. Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. Question. I have a question. Jack, Jack, have you bought or sold anything lately? Talk to <laughs> us, man. What's good? What's good, Jack? <laughs> All right. So I actually have a, a buy or a sell. Um, the truth is that the sell is not as exciting as a buy, but I know you guys prefer sell. So you guys pick. Ooh, no, let's go to buy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you said you said exciting. I mean, I mean, you guys will tell me. All so right. The name is quantum.io. Ooh, quantum. That's a buy. Oh, that's a buy. What would the sale have been? Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nice. save that. Save it because we might need it if there's like overtime. All right. Um, oh, we got to do the phone. Get your phone Jack, out. You know talking. how this game works. You got you to go to the calculator. Quantum.io. All right. And it was a I mean, buy. You don't have to on this one, obviously, but quantum.io. Right, you bought this, quantum.io. Quantum.io, and it's a purchase. Ready? While we're waiting, we got to wait. Hold on. We got to wait. All right, I'm ready. Right, ready? Three, two, one. Boom. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. So, for those of you who are only uh, listening, we've got Braden at 12,500, Drew at 14,888, and me at 14,999, baby. I hope it's the I over. Put, I, I literally had 15,000. That's why I said, wait, at 15, I've got I said, the I'm under. Gonna go, I'm going to go with the under. I got the I got the over over. All right. I got, yeah. I got posed. I got sandwiched. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh, Brandon takes the point. Oh, oh, you got it. Oh, you got a good deal then. All right. So Uh-oh. the story behind this one is it was negotiated for nearly two years. This guy was very, very difficult to uh to pin down. Um, I actually offered near fifteen thousand at some point, but he's like, No, I don't want to sell it. And at some point we agreed on the price, he just didn't like follow through and this is a lesson for uh domain investors who are looking to buy names it's all about timing you really Mm got to get lucky with the timing Mm -hmm. and And persistence exactly you get lucky with persistence right so yeah keep throwing away you're going to be annoying people i can tell you to fuck off it's fine this is how you get the deals so even though i had offered 15 i ended up getting it for seventy five hundred dollars wow because of wow yeah that's an excellent excellent price and i you know speaking of of luck i've discovered that the harder i work the luckier i get right it's all about increasing that luck surface area yeah luck radius yeah (laughs) you know your luck radius it's key we talked about this is that his name sahil bloom is that yeah yeah sahil uh yeah i think so that's how we say it on twitter uh i feel like i shared it maybe um you know reposted or whatever but 
Yeah, it was all about, you know, increasing your luck rating, your uh, luck surface area. I really like that. I really like that whole. Yeah. Well, and that happens concept. from, you know, working hard and trying to put yourself in the right more, spots. More engagements, more work, more exposure, more learning, more, just more. The more yeah. engagement you have in the world, the more touch points you make with people, places, and information, the more you increase your luck surface area. Yeah. That being said, as much as I agree, I've always gone back and forth when it comes to luck, right? Because there is the blind luck. Like us having been born in wealthy countries, having been born to healthy parents, being healthy, all this, you're already starting off at the start of the race, right? So that gives us a huge edge over a lot of people, and we can't ever forget that. That being said, as Drew's saying, you just got to increase your surface area, and that's how you get past the people who got lucky to begin with. So. Yeah, you well, can't like, worry about the things you can't control, right? And so, yeah, sure. And it's I like, well, it's like Shane says, you know, you outwork male in America, you know, at a certain period of time. Right? That, that all of that is extremely lucky, uh, as a, you know, compared with the eight billion people on this planet. Um, yeah, well, we were lucky. once you're here, right? There's a lot of outcomes, <laughs> and you know, I. Yeah, we yeah, were lucky got, just the I fact know, that the, wait, wait, we were lucky just in the fact that the sperm and the egg and the zygotes and all that kind of shit like turn into human beings, right? And then, you know, yes, and then the human beings being placed in the socio situations that we were, also lucky, you know what I'm saying? Genetics and things, you know, to be like where we are, like that provides certain privilege, if you will, you know, and then uh but then like to Drew's point, you know, from there, you know, you gotta you gotta put in some work, you know. And I, I say I think we all say some sort of form of that same statement about, you know, it's just you know, it's all I always say it's it's interesting how lucky, you know, smart, hardworking people can be, you know, and uh, you know, and it's all all kind of the same sentiment. So well good uh, stuff, man. One more thing. Um quantum is actually the sixty seventh most uh popular domain names in term like in the world in terms of uh, uh TLDs taken. Which is a cool stat, I think. Yeah, no, it's bad. Sixty seventh most popular. How do you how do you see that? Dot db. Yeah, but dot db doesn't give you a ranking of here are the words that are the most taken. Yeah, there's a top keywords at the top of the website. Oh, you about you about to learn something today? Drew's about to learn something. Jack, bam! Oh, look at that top keywords. Yeah. Of course, Nick. Yeah, because every TLD has a Nick, has a Nick dot, whatever. Amazon, Bitcoin, Metaverse. Wow, I never knew this. NFT is number seven? That's crazy. Somebody sold that, no? <laughs> I wonder who. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> somebody, one somebody undersold it. Somebody undersold it. Um, all right. So, uh, all right. Well, brains up one, nothing. He can't get the next point because the next name is on him. Um, what you got, man? Um, stoneage.com. Ooh, stoneage.com. A sale. A little, little bit of an oddball, but stoneage.com. Stoneage.com. All right. Uh, Jack drew, put it in the phone. This was a sale. Stoneage.com. This was a sale. Stoneage.com. I like that name. Stoneage.com. Like that name. Do you? When I bought it, I was like, hmm, I don't know. I do. I do. I like it as a as a uh, um, 
uh, as sort of play on words for like a, you know, custom stone business or, you know, I, I don't know, hardscaping company. All right, locked in. Which is that these are big, that's big dollars. You know what I mean? Not tech, but it's those are big dollar businesses. All right. So, wow. I, I've sold. That'd be a great contest. We should figure out who has sold the most domains from the top 100 keywords. Yeah. I mean, you know, we'll put our. I've we'll got put, a bunch of them. We'll put the team on it. We'll put the data, we'll put the an, analysis on, on it. All right. Let's go. Two, hey. You don't mind, you know, before you dislocate your shoulder, patting yourself on the back, let's uh, maybe throw a number in a phone. I'm just looking out for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Well, oh, bam. All right. Oh, I went way low. I'm, 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 I'm feeling a certain way now. I'm at 4,000. That's like a buy price, dog. That would be a steal to buy it at. I know. All right. I, so I, I put in 4,999. Jack, show me what you got because you were in the middle of the, or, well, at least the second. What is it? 40,000. He's 40,000 even. And Drew, what was your number? 59888. 59888. Brayden? Well, uh, so you're all very wrong. Mm. Uh, Drew being closest to the pin. Ooh, okay. But but far, he's in the sand trap. I mean, he's, he's far, far from the pin. Okay. Uh, 120,200. Wow. Oh man. Wow, oh. great. You nailed it. That's Ooh. a great sale. Yo, let's get some give some yeah. give, give him a Billy. Give him some applause. <laughs> get, let's give some fanfare. Like raise the roof. Let's go. All right. Well, um, I I will uh, I will live with my shame for for all so, of my days for that. I was, five, sorry. five grand come I, on dude i don't know man you know you guys said i'm like working at like i don't know if i'm not feeling well i'm tired you know what i'm saying it's cold right, here right. go ahead <laughs> talk that talk and tell us how much you bought it for too uh so i looked at my purchase agreement it came from a larger company and there is a confidentiality clause i cannot say what i paid nor uh who i bought it from however um i can tell you that i made the in the neighborhood of the general multiple that I typically shoot for, so you can infer from there. Um, but I won't comment anymore uh, on that. Uh, but uh, what's interesting is that um, I got an inquiry just a couple of days ago, and um, the guy wanted to pay with crypto, <clears throat> and Should've I hooked done. him up with with uh, Stephen Lieberman for escrow. And the guy didn't want to pay escrow fees. He was he was maxed out of his budget. <clears throat> I was actually asking more, but like one twenty was his his max. So I said, Look, "Seems like a weird number to be maxed at, you know." One twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> that that was his max. He said he was he was planning on spending like eighty. <clears throat> that was his opening offer. <clears throat> and I started at two hundred. Um, and so we landed at 120 and and he said, uh, so you want to pay fees? And so I was like, look, why don't you Google me? And if you're comfortable, you can just send me the crypto and then I'll release the name. And so he he did and he was comfortable. And so he he uh it was literally last night. It was it was like nine hours ago. Um and he just he just sent me the money. Um and, wow. uh, and it was like, like you cut co- you covered my withdrawal fees, send me an extra 200 bucks. He said, all right. Um, and that was it. And then we, then we, uh, we unlocked the name for him. 
Um, my hold time, two months. Wow. <laughs> nice. I mean, it just nice. out, out of the blue, like uh, nine weeks. But, you know, it's it's funny. What made me, what made me think about that was because um, I told the broker, I told her, she's like, already? How? And I'm like, inbound. It, it made me think of like back in the old gold mining days, you know, they're like, they're like digging for gold, digging for gold. And then like they don't hit gold and they give up and they sell the mine and somebody else comes in and like the next day they hit gold. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's timing. Like you don't know. It's like, you know, the seller was sitting on this and then sold it off, you know, wholesaled it to me. And then a retail buyer came around. Well, and you know, you mentioned the NFT.com sale. I mean, that wasn't completely unlike that. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I mean, that's, you just walked right into the ballpark, got put in the game and hit a grand slam, man. That's awesome. So the money is made on the buy. And mm-hmm. it seems like you paid the right yeah. price. And even if it didn't come two months, like the fact that you were able to get it for such a good price, you don't mind holding it longer term. And the fact that you were able to, uh, to get the return that you usually aim for it, is terrific. Everything that I buy, I anticipate holding it forever. You know, it's 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 ten years out, and you just you just have to know that that you're gonna sit and wait. There's so many investors. I just bought a name from an investor who bought off auction and then realized he couldn't afford to wait because he he reached out to a couple end users and like three days later he hadn't heard back and and then he just he had to sell it because I was yeah. like, did you, did you think you were gonna sell it that fast? And he 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 literally offered it to me for less than what he paid, and it wasn't even in his account yet. And I was like. You you should hold on to it, man. Like the, the, the you should maybe it, rethink your it's, business model. It's to it's you know <laughs> we're we're supposed to buy low, sell high, not buy low, sell lower. And I'm like you you got this you got this wrong. And he's like, hey, I just can't afford to hold it. Hold on. In his defense, when you do outbound, even though it's only three days, granted, and you don't get a sale, it does lower the value of the domain name at least a little bit. Sure. So there's that. Right. And I said, have you heard back? He said, not yet. And it was like, you know, we're, we're, it was oh, the whole, this is just a, a couple of weeks ago. It's like just after the first of the year, you think people are on vacation, like, you know, and also people look back to you right away. I mean, you could have emailed to somebody and maybe they took it to the board or sent to the boss or what you need to give it a minute. And I tried to talk them out of it, but I was like, all right, if you really need the money, I'll, I'll pay you less than what you paid for it. What's the name? Um, should I should I say? Yeah, I guess because he you don't know who he, it's uh, Kevin's.com. Kevin's plural. Um, nice. Yeah, and then I and then I just uh, I just bought literally while we've been filming this, I just bought uh, the .net and the .org. <laughs> From, but both of them were were owned by by domains, and I got them like. Like it's stupid. It's a, it's a rounding error. So, yeah, so yeah. now I have all three. So for for some you know commercial company that's called Kevin's, I can sell them the package of the Comnet Norg. So it's a good. It's, I think it's a good deal. You know, I like to I like to get the Nets and Orgs uh, if I can on my premium names. Kevin's but wasn't like, wasn't Kevin's wasn't that uh wasn't that that weird ass bunk NFT project with like the Kind of. Oh, that's that was Pixelmon. That was Pixelmon, and it just so happened that the character was called Kevin, 
Because when the shit <laughs> revealed, because the guy made like $80 million or something. Yeah, but then they called that shit Kevin's or something. Well, because then it became a meme like, and then it became Eric like, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then there were like derivative yeah, projects like that basically popped up around it because it was the one Pixelmon character that when it came out and they revealed what you got, it was this fucked up looking zombie guy who was like the art yeah, was, was like pathetic. a frog. It was like, it was a, like he yeah. literally like was, and, uh, and then Kevin became just like a meme, you know? And uh, yeah, fucking Kevin. And then there were, then there was Kevin's and then you could literally like, you know, you, yeah. you, there were NFTs around the different yeah. versions of Kevin, which would be Kevin's. I, Kevin's.com got offered to me too. And um, I just didn't want it that bad that day, but I actually like that name. Uh, but that's what, that's all I could think about was that NFT project, Kevin's, which yeah. was literally the stupidest thing that's ever been created in the history of mankind. Well, but again, it somehow was... caught the public's, yeah, well, you know what it was, was the Pixelmon project. Wild. People actually, like, people were bullish on the Pixelmon project because they, you know, it was supposed to have some sort of Pokemon kind of vibe. And at the time, you know, everything was blown up. And <laughs> so when Homeboy did the project and then released the actual generative art, you know, the PFP that you got, they were just, the art was messed up, man. There was like Maybe stuff. Maybe you should put a picture yeah. of this. People have referenced. Yeah, Billy, put up a picture of Kevin, man. Show Kevin some love on here. Show show Kevin yeah. in all his glory. You know what I mean? hey, why do we, we have to overlay negative juju on my new purchase? Why we no, this that? was cool, man. This Kevin is, is the shit, man. <laughs> Kevin is the, dude, the bomb, dude. It was literally dude. like one of the five <laughs> most viral NFT yeah. projects there were multiple projects you know, that popped off based on Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Based oh, on yeah. Kevin. Let's go get it. Let's get it, Kevin. There's no negative juju. That's all right, no, nah, never, never. No, that. that was that was all never. positive juju. That was a vibe. Okay. Kevin, right, Kevin right. was a vibe. All right, so Drew, right. what do you got? You Kevin got a buy. was a vibe. You have a buyer or seller. I was, I'm the most cynical person there is of oh, that entire market, that. and I still like, you know, it was literally the stupidest project I've ever seen, but I kind of wanted one just because it was like. Just, it was the iconic. narrative was so stupidly simple and ridiculous that I was like, I love this. I will bet you. I will bet you that 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 Kevin NFT will be worth a whole lot of money down the road, just from some, you know, again, some iconic collectible, yeah. like because it has that right. behind it. Wait, so like, gotta, do we, do we like, literally shit art? You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that. Hey guys, we have a problem because we kind of have a hard stop in fifteen minutes. Yeah. So all right, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Let's go. So we got to go here. So what do you got? Buy or sell? Yeah. Uh, all right. I have a, uh, I have a buy. Depreciation.com. 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 So, all right. I'm out on this one. You guys, cause right now, Jack and uh, Braden, you guys each have a point. Is that what it is? I lost track. Who got? Yeah, because uh, Braden got the point on Jacks. I have and, a point. Oh, I you have, have a point. point, Drew. Okay, yeah. So, well, either way, I'm out on this one. So, so um, if Braden gets it, he wins. If Jack gets it, it's a tie, and we go to a runoff. We go to an overtime. Yep. All right. Cool. So, all right. Ready? Okay. There you go. You, Ready? Oh, I got the under. All right. Whoa! Wow! I didn't think you guys would go that low. Wow. <laughs> Making me yeah. feel bad. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they're uh, hating. They're hating right now, Drew. I mean, it's okay they, though. You still, you still the best, Drew. You still the best. All right. So, <laughs> uh, case. All right. Jack, Jack nailed it. I got it for ten grand. Huh? I mean, depreciation is a big deal. I almost uh, said ten, 10 grand. 
Boom. It's, All right, uh, so this is going to uh, go. So now I got to figure out. Yeah, it's a bit, I don't know. I thought that name was worth a lot more. I didn't think you guys would go that low. I thought I got a killer deal there. You have to keep in mind what the market is at right now, right? And I know like names that you're buying, so it felt that it was the right price. Yeah. Look, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think you got you got taken to the cleaners on that. I mean, seventy five hundred, ten grand. You know, when yeah. you sell, about the same. but it's just the use case on that is tough, and it's a it's a tough. Well, name, I, the, that's name. a huge industry. That whole optimizing your depreciation and the whole scam around depreciation on real estate investing, especially in California, like that's a huge ass industry. There are people whose entire business is about. Ways to school the system using depreciation. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I think, what the guy I bought it from does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, all right. So, uh, well, that's funny so, when, you buy, right. when you buy a name and, and you, you know, that's going to be a brand for something. And like I bought cylinder.com. From from this guy that was like in his late seventies and retired, and he used the original restaurant, and like he had a cylinder business, like that he made cylinders. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. really like, like engine, like engine cylinders. Yeah, yeah. Like he had a factory, and that's and yeah. he didn't know anything about domain names. Yeah, Nothing. all right. Because <laughs> he's this old yeah. dude, and he's like, "Look, I'm seventy eight years old, and I don't, I don't understand this whole internet." Thing. All right, so now we need a runoff between the yeah. two of you. No, no, the three of you. No, no, no. Here's how we're going to have to do it. It's the three of you. You each now have a point. Oh. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take a name from Namejet that we previously talked about on the show, and we're going to go based off of that. So you all put your Namejet, your browsers, your name bios. You guys got to respond quick. All right? Let's go. I want to see phones up and ready. You know what I mean? Yep. Come on. Phones up. Phones up. Let's go. Let me see the backs of your phones. Uh, All right. So the name we're going to go with is poser.com. Poser.com. So this was where we talked. It was sold on Namejet. It was a sale, and uh, we talked about this on the show previously. And uh, you got to put your number in quick. This is sudden Uh, death. Poser.com. Poser.com. And uh, and y'all, let me know what you think it's sold for. All right, ready? Go ahead and flip. Three, two, one. Let's see. Drew. All right, here we go. So we've got. Drew at $3,888, Brain at $8,000, Jack at $15,666. The winner in the sudden death overtime of the domain game today is Jack California. Oh. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me it went for that much? It sold Over for $21,392, y'all. I remember that it sold like, oh. I remember it sold crazy high, but not. That high. Yeah, yeah, well, and I checked for what I, it's I worth. Mean, I, I literally wouldn't pay five grand for poser.com. What, well, what are you going to do? They sold for 21 plus. And uh, I did check to make sure that none of y'all were in like the top, top of the, you know, being, you know, in the, uh, even if I couldn't actually even see if you guys were even in the auction, even at 69 bucks. So, um, but definitely not at the top. So I knew that, you know, that gave us a chance to do something that was fair and equal. And Jack with the big win. So as soon as we get this new merch done, as soon as these hoodies are done, man. You getting one sent to you in Dubai? I, I can't wait to see you rocking that, man. Making it look good, putting Domain Sherpa on. Let's go! All right, well that's what's up. All right, now uh, Poser.com is not worth twenty one thousand dollars as a as a wholesale price for an investment. Let's just put it out there for the people watching. 
the auction prices are just out of control. So just uh, please. Well, you know what? That's a great segue, Jack. That's a great segue into the Name Jack in the Chat segment sponsored by our friends at Name Jet. And we've really got about 10 minutes. So, but I, go I ahead. Just, I just want to add, before we move on, I just want to add, it is not an SEO name. It has a domain rating of zero. Yeah. So that's not why it, it went up. It is pure domain only. And it, somebody way yeah, well, it's interesting. So, pretty wild. It's anyway. actually a 95 original registration, 95. Like, that's weird. Well, anyways, you know, the, the term poser obviously is kind bought it. I actually know who bought it, but the, and I'm a little surprised that they would pay that much. But, um, but real quick about the name oh, poser, since we're talking about it, you know, it's, and this does segue into the name Jack and the Jet segment anyway, um, since, so we're now there, but the, um, you know, it's like a negative name, you know, like it's kind of an insult at times to say somebody's a poser, right? But is there some yeah. other, is there something we're not thinking about, like from a modeling standpoint or a, you know, a 3D modeling? Move on. Who cares? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Drew says he's done. He lost the game. He doesn't even want to think about it or talk about it. That's fine, man. It's cool. It's all good. All right. So we got this list. So uh, who wants to ta- who wants to tackle it? We got 18 names on the list, like we say on the show. Go to uh, DomainSherpa.com. We've got the Excel spreadsheet, which has the Estabot appraisals. Take them for what they're what what it's worth. Uh, how many back orders as of the date that we record the show? How many days left in the back order period as of the date the show airs? Uh, keep in mind that these are all expiring domains, which means in order to participate in the auctions, you'll need to have a back order in before the end of the back order deadline. Uh, so definitely make sure you get those in if you're interested in any of these names, along with some other data that we throw in there just to help you all out. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, so Drew, you want to uh, you want to tackle a couple of these names? Not don't don't mention all of them, but talk about maybe one or two that you like one or two. You yeah, don't. start with somebody else because I actually don't, I don't have the list. The list is in the invite. It was in the email. You Which know, you so. didn't send to me. I did. I sent it. I sent it. You hit me up this morning. I wake up this morning at like four in the morning with a, you and messed you up the I invite. tried to resend it, but that doesn't mean you actually did. You never did. I did. I sent it. I mean, I, I, I put you in the thing and I hit send. You know, I can't control everything, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just doing my best. I'm doing my best out here at 0.75 speed. All right. Um, start on somebody else. Jack, let's go, man. Let's go. You want me to send it? I'll send it to you separate. So you got it. Or here, I'll actually even put it in the chat. But I'm um, all right, Jack. Talk to us, man. What do you think, man? What do you like? What don't you like? So at, at first glance, honestly, the list did not look very promising. Uh, but I looked into it a little bit more. Uh, he sent me a Skype. He sent me a Skype last night. And he goes, "This list is shit, man." <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Look, I don't put the names on the platform. I just try and pick the ones that look like we at least something worth talking about. You know, so I'm but at the mercy. Be, I'm at the mercy of the inventory. Easy. Go ahead. So, so the first one is AIWI, uh-huh. and um, obviously with AI, with Chat uh, GPT, like anything like short with AI can be valuable. It all depends on what price you're going to get it. I mean, we own eai.com, and the amount of inquiries we've been getting uh, since Chat uh, GPT Oof. has been launched is through the roof. So I'm assuming that if you have a four letter with AI in it, there's some value there. Again, if you're trying to get 10x, don't pay more than like $500 for that name. It's probably going to go way more, but mm-hmm. it's my uh, two cents. Uh, American Tools. But EAI, is that the name you said you have? EAI.com? That's fire. Yeah. I, that is like, you know, I'll give you 500 bucks for that. <laughs> Not as good as AIX. Ooh, who's got that one? Who is that domain, Drew? <laughs> 
Come on, man. I'm serving it up. I'm like really? riding shotgun on one of those infomercials where I'm like, and what else does it do? It, it you know, it fries, <laughs> it, it cooks. It's convection oven. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Drive your kids to school. Drew, uh, did you start getting more inquiries ever since uh, Chad GPT? No, no. That's why I was uh, skeptical about your statement. I <laughs> don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an honest person. Anyway, so next one is a dolly. <laughs> Which are actually reminds me of Kevin's, right? Yeah. So these first name or last name with an S at the end, they do have value. Um, it actually reminded me of Dick's, which is owned by Dick's Sporting Goods. They own Dick's.com and they, they also own DSG.com. So, and so if you can get this for like a couple thousand, you could probably five to 10 exit. Like there's some value there, but again, mm-hmm. all depends on um, what you're paying. And the sleeper in this one might be a medicinals. I think uh, Drew would want to talk about this one, but I like it. The only exception to what I'm saying, the only caveat is that when you write medicinals in Google, there's a company called Traditional Medicinals that's like taking up everything, all of the first page of Google. So you're either going to have competition or UDRP on your hands. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but it seems like there's a lot of um, uh, trademarks taken, like 300 plus I saw. So you're probably fine. And I think it's a, it's a cool name, but very few backwards for some reason. Hmm. Watch it. Can, right. I, can I tell you a quick story about, about dicks? Sure. I just want to say That's, that one. Yeah. So, so out here uh, in the U.S., um, there was a sporting good chain called Chicks. And it was acquired by dicks. I'm just saying very slowly. <laughs> no way, really? And, and yeah, I was at the mall and there was a chicks there and it hit, it was temporarily closed. There's a sign out front that said, uh, chicks has left to make room for dicks. <laughs> no way. Come Excuse on, man. <laughs> I swear, I swear to God, like <laughs> I, I almost peed in my pants. Dude, what? I mean, it was a, it was a sign in front that was like, We've made room. Chicks is out. Made room for dicks. I was like, <laughs> did no one read this sign? Like, that was a, <laughs> the tears in my eyes. It was so cool. Uh, chicks and dicks. Um, cool. Chicks, cool. I think that might be, I'd, I'd say that might be the name of the episode, except I don't want to get our traffic and I don't want to get blacklisted anywhere. You know what oh, I mean? Um, ah. <laughs> you're like, uh, all right, well, what, I mean, Braden, since you're, you know, you, you, you're talking, what else you like or don't like? <laughs> By the way, Drew, I told Billy to jump on that call and, and tell him we'll be five minutes late. So we have we have a couple minutes grace period. Here, okay. So. All right. Um, let's see. Bo- um, uh, carts.net. Carts is is good. There's all kinds of carts. You know, check out and you know physical mm-hmm. carts. There's a lot of carts has a lot of meaning. Um, it's a .net, so it's not worthless. It's just worth it's less, worthless. baby. Right. I, you right. know, I like carts. I mean, you know, here we where we are in Florida, it's all hey, about. My turn. I know, but I just, well, you talk yeah. about this name. Well, there's no time for that, JT. <sighs> Fine. Um, I also like, uh, I mean, Screwball is okay. I, I like those kinds of names. It's not It's not worth a lot, honestly, but um, if you can get it cheap enough, it, it has That's some value. That's my personal favorite name on the list is Screwball. There's yeah, but. There's a company called Screwball Whiskey or something. Uh, yeah. I love that. I, I love that name. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like I, I sold Spitball, which it's is just fun. It's sort of fun. similar years ago. I mean, I got a great multiple on it. Uh, um, I mean, I sold it for for I think twenty 
Adrian, like, I don't know, 10 years ago. Um, yeah, and I think when you're looking at a name like that, that you're looking at, you know, a name that could be a brand, right? That's not so descriptive or generic, right? That, you know, that's a name to me could be a national brand of a lot of different stuff, you know? And I think that, you know, people, you know, the irreverence of it is really cool. It's kind of like, you know, it's funny and kind of goofy, but not like offensive or weird, you know what I mean? So I think it's just like, to me, that's, I would agree. I think it's a pretty cool name. It'll come down to what you can buy it for. I don't think that I can't see that being a like a massive brand. Like it could be like a cool small brand, but I don't see it being like worth that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got like a barstool sports, right? I mean, I don't know. I just think to me, it's like you know, what are the different sort of this could apply to a bunch of different stuff. I don't know, but I, I dig feel it. like it's a it's a product name, not a company name. Okay, it's kind of my sense. Anyways, we're just raising the price of it right now. Yeah, no, hey, it's all good. I, you know, you can get your, you can get your, you can buy your screwball at, at chicks or dicks. There's, uh, there's something there. I, don't know. I think, I think there's some value to telemarketing.org. Uh, and, uh, tent rental, maybe. And, oh, and the, the other one I talk about is, is, uh, I can talk about is Vedic astrology. Um, yep. What do you know about? It? I actually put that on there for you because I figured out of everybody on the call that you would know what that meant, like what Vedic astrology is. You know, I know what yeah. it is. <clears throat> what is it's, it? It's Hindu astrology. Oh, all right. See, so it's not so like from the Vedas, right? Which are the kind of like the oh, yeah. I gave you know, sorry, Brain. I gave you too much credit. Like the book of, credit the to book Drew, of who like knows so much about it. you know he's like everything about everything. So he's like, oh yeah, from this time this, and then they'll tell you about some Hindu like you know guru guy that Drew knows personally. That's like some like you know best selling author that you know they've smoked some kind of crazy Kush together and seen the you know they've entered Yo, the astral you plane a together. Code, are you gonna find all about Vedic <laughs> astrology? <laughs> they hung out. He's like, we played badminton on the you're astral gonna go plane. Hang out with Toro and I won. And I won. Yeah, <laughs> and I told him in so your it face. Is, uh, it, I mean, so, as an EOD, I can I can see somebody that's some practitioner, you know, that's into that. Like, sure. like I own Tantra.com, and uh, you know, there's a lot of practitioners, and and I get all of these tons of inquiries. What's that? Such a good name. Yeah, I wonder where I got that. Uh, oh, okay. So, oh, this. I think that has value if you buy it right. Oh, okay, okay. So you know, there's there's a story there. We don't have time for it, but you know, interest is peaked. We'll have to. It'll be in the sequel, the next episode where y'all are on together. Um. All right. Let's, let's so, just say Jack and I talk like I don't know every other day. <laughs> yeah. No. No doubt. Um. All right. Well, Drew, what about you, man? We got about three minutes and. uh you know, anything that has not been named that you like? You said Screwball was your favorite. What else? Yeah, I like Screwball. I like Tent Rental a lot. That's big business. Is a tent rental company in every town. You know, they're expensive. That's a great lead gen name. Um, and people rent and borrow tents. That's worthless. That'll never happen. Which one? Uh, Peaceonline.com. That's, you know, an illusion. <laughs> You have peace on you have peace on earth before you got peace online. I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. We can't get peace offline, but like, there's no way there's peace online. Definitely not Twitter, uh, for sure. Leadership programs, man. And I do like medicinals, but it's you know it doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. Yeah, I'm, this is not a strong list. A tent screwball and tent rental are my favorites. I do like the Vedic uh, uh, Vedic astrology and 
you know. But yeah, that, that that's that's it. Those are really the only two that I. Nobody like. likes Godstone. Nobody likes Godstone dot com. I, I do like Godstone. I you know because it, it, it's impactful, but you know using the word God and things is generally not a great branding and yeah, marketing okay, play. That's but fair. well, that's a, um, and that's that's a good point. Godstone Godstone is is interesting. I, I don't even know what a Godstone is, but it makes Nothing. me want to find out. Yeah. Nothing. It sounds like a thing. It's not a thing. It's not a just probably just going to be for like a video game, right? Like a godstone, like it makes you like super powerful. So, oh yeah, some kind of god of war type thing. You know, you're like a big old like you know Viking type dude trying to like go. You know, like if they, if it's not a thing, then I actually like it more because it actually kind of means you can use it to make it into something. You could sell gems because it, it. I mean, it's kind of powerful, but just you generally just speaking, like there's a pretty big portion of the population which is going to take offense to you putting god in your name um so there's oh, that it could be a it could be some kind of a church it could be uh but it could be the new domain for your new gems business you know what i'm saying so you're you're you know so it's ultra specific <laughs> <laughs> or a new kind of gem yeah oh that's true too and and, not, and nothing nothing on book buddies or in the woods nobody no takers all right. All depends. Nah, in the woods. That sounds like you know, like uh, yeah. All right. No. Don't do it. Don't do it. This is where I'm not. I'm not. You see how good I am? I'm not that was good. Go there. That was good. I don't know. I, do. I don't know. I would like, would like to know what he was going to say. The last point I'm going to make, since you wouldn't let me make it before, about carts.net is that here in Florida, golf carts like literally are everywhere you know and uh i think that's a domain that could be pretty useful for you know a lot of folks southeast or you know areas where you have that kind of you know that's part of the daily life i think is uh that's a pretty cool name even as a net for some folks so um all right well look i think that's what it is remember um you know it's not that the domain's worthless it's just that it's worth less each of these domains is probably is anything you wouldn't pay 69 dollars for though that's a good question. Uh, yeah. Like mo- most of what we talked about. Well, huh. that, most of what we didn't yeah. talk about. We wouldn't even put a minimum bid on these, huh? So there's names on the list. You wouldn't I, even athlete, I mean, athlete help, I wouldn't pay anything for. Book buddies, I wouldn't pay anything for. That's it. The rest, I pedaling.com, I wouldn't pay anything for. The rest of them, I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind owning. All right. Some. So be careful out there, everybody, because immaterial price. You know, there's not a lot of love for this list this week. So it's uh, you know, uh, you know, it it is what it is. So anyway, all right. Well, look, guys, I appreciate it. We are up on time, and uh, I think we all rallied. You know, and uh, so I'm feeling pretty good, actually, all things considered. And I especially appreciate my boy Jack coming on the show. It's been a minute since he's been here. You other guys, I see y'all too much, but uh, so yeah. So Jack. a big thank you to you for being here and putting up with all of us. But thank you to you too, Braden, and to you, Drew, and to the audience. Like I say on every show, thank you for tuning in. Without you, there is no us. You guys got any questions, good, bad, ugly, we're not hard to find. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Uh, and definitely let me know if somebody's got a line on some merch, on on putting together this custom merch. There are a couple of uh, NFT folks that did like the apesthetics, you know, like the OG uh, farmer had the hoodie the Shane hoodie with the uh, Sistine Chapel and the pink inside the hood, you know, or the cheetah inside the hood. So I know, you know, folks are doing some of that stuff. So holler at me. Let me know. I got to send Jack this dope ass hoodie now that currently doesn't exist. But now we talked about it. So we got to speak it and put it into existence. 
But uh, that's it, man. Otherwise, everybody, uh, take care. We'll see you next time here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Peace out, everybody. Boom. Bye.